Good morning, afternoon, evening, night, whenever the hell you're listening to us. Welcome to the new season of Drunk Discussions, and we're your hosts. I'm Paul. I'm Connor. And this is an epic one for the books. We have a hell of a talking points to go over. Many of you have probably seen it on social media, but it really hasn't got the traction that I thought it would. But we'll dive into that later. Uh, we do have something special that Connery uh, worked up. I was just there for moral support uh, for our new intro. So everyone listen to that when we get to that point. But before we get there, Connery, what are you drinking on? Uh, so a little mixture. I've got, um, have you ever seen a horse squirt? Excuse me? So I'm drinking squirt mixed with vodka. Oh. But I'm drinking it I'm drinking it out of a cup that's got a keg a cow, cow on it. it. A keg cow though, and it kind of looks like watered down horse yeah. or yeah. Anyways, yeah, it looks like good. a drinking semen. I am switching it up. Every se- 70 what with 75, right? Episode 75. On every episode for 74 episodes, I have drink bourbon i'm a bourbon man i have have dranketh i have dranketh the bourbon well but today i am drinking beer and not any beer bush light peach the new drink of the summer oh it's absolutely dangerous i've had the bush apple before and that's pretty good better better than the bush apple way gonna buy a few cases once it's out i already have three cases in the garage (laughs) you're gonna need more i know I oh, know. I can try it when I'm up there with you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Next episode, we're going to be doing this. Oh, I, it's not going to be. Is, is it, it gonna be next live? week you're going to be here? Or is it the week after? No, it's next week. Ooh, we're going to be I doing this shit. I don't know if we'll do it live. I mean, we might be know. able to. We'll figure it out. Worst case scenario, we'll figure it out. We can maybe uh, even get Logan on it. We'll just have to wheel him in there. Fuck. Yeah, the listeners don't know anything about that. Well, wait, we'll let him talk about it whenever he comes back on yeah yeah absolutely absolutely but yeah no this peach is fantastic if you haven't tried it do if it's not in your area well i'm sorry i hope it does come to your area because this is freaking orgasmic we don't have it down here oh no i'm so sorry you'll get it eventually we no, are you no. got florida always seems to get shit because you guys got the uh, mountain dew uh, hard seltzers before we did yeah those are pretty good those mm-hmm. are really good uh and then we also had the monster ones yeah, you got all of that before us. We're just I think we get Bush because it's Anheuser and we have Anheuser plants, so it is what it is. But with that being said, let's roll this awesome intro. One, two, three. I'm a type two civilization hipster. Jesus is watching you, you're gonna all burn in hell. That's why Antarctica's off limits. It's just a fun bunch of penguins fucking each other, and it causes a chain reaction. People Left lose their the fucking minds. Started. Trust me, man. I've seen some shit. Roger, zero G, and I feel fine. You should probably go get that checked and shove a <laughs> finger in your bum. You're laughing, but it's already in there. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was the new intro. It is. Essentially, just out of context clips from episode seventy-four, uh, which we did live. So, if you guys do tune into us, we're doing live. So, if it's random things, you gotta got a, a little snippet and precursor to us and the drop of the new, <laughs> new intro. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Last night we did make it live. I forgot about that. I was mm-hmm. a few beers deep. A few. Twelve. It was hilarious, guys. We were just picking random stuff out of context. The way, obviously, you can hear anything. If you would have listened to the episode, none of those things made sense. But if you listen to them in context, they still kind of made sense. What's terrifying, though, about it is, like, now that I've realized how easy it is to take shit out of context, I said uh, something about genocide in one of the, or, like, I clicked on it, and I was like, oh, we could use that, but out of context in the intro, it's a little... (laughs) It's a little rough. But you could oh. easily piece stuff together because, like, the put a finger in your bums from like 20 minutes in, and then the ending bit is, oh, it's already in there, was something completely different. It just it made sense. It worked. It worked great. I loved it. And the whole, the whole penguin, there's a lot of penguin talk on the last episode, apparently. Yeah. I, we did talk a lot about penguins, but we haven't recorded in two weeks. Uh, so we figured we'd take a break, call it season three. And then, uh, I mean, we've been hurting. Talking about penguins, I think we might as well kind of just jump into 
what has been just absolutely going around all week. Again, not as much as I really thought it would be. I really thought that all social media would have absolutely grabbed this stuff and ran with it. But there's other stuff going on in the world, the fires in Canada and so much. We, you know, heart goes out to them. But, like, this is something that is just unprecedented into this, in, in, in now in today's society where I'm just like, even when I was watching this stuff, I was like, what? They're pretty penguins. much coming out. No, not penguins. the penguins. I just brought up penguins. Are you fucking rich? They live in the South Pole. They don't live in the North Pole. Uh, National Geographic says otherwise. No, no. The penguins live down there, man. I hate to tell you this. I, I hate to break I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I hate to I, have to <laughs> add a bleep in the fucking first seven <laughs> minutes of the podcast. I can't help it. Hey, these bushes be hitting different. No, <laughs> no did listen. Did you drink Emperor, on the course? <laughs> yeah, all the they're oh, gone. Uh, okay. No, listen. Emperor penguins are in Antarctica. That's that's like that. You never seen walking with penguins, like Morgan Freeman talking about penguins. He's googling uh, it. He doesn't believe me. They don't live in the North Pole, Mike. Seriously, North National Pole. Geographic penguins don't live at the South Pole, and more polar myths debunked. Well, not exact South, but they live on Antarctica. Yes, they do. I don't know. It's yes. fake news. I've watched too many documentaries. I promise you, there's penguins down there, bub. Regardless, we're getting off topic already, and it's only been five minutes. That's okay. So, <laughs> so there was a conference held on June 12th of this year. Uh, NASA and many other doctors and you know leading people in their field uh, came out and talked about not only uh, the government spending on specific you know pieces of equipment that we're doing down there that are top secret. But also on top of that, UAPs or UFOs, you know, we're getting into extraterrestrial. This is going to be like pretty much a whole slur spiracy now. Um, and the neutrino detection system that was created back in 2010 and activated in 2011. And it's, we still use it. And obviously the idea is that we're able to use it for a large range frequency. We can, you know, track not just our stuff, but other people's pieces of mechanical equipment. But now we're finding out it tracks much faster things, including UAPs. And it's now credited to the reason of why we were able to spot, locate, and shoot down earlier this year those uh, UAP or extraterrestrial crafts. So it was four hours long, first of all. So there's a lot to unpack into it. Uh, have you seen the TikTok videos of the, they're calling it the Tic Tac UAPs? Yeah, yeah, we so the Tic Tacs essentially move at the speed of light real quick, just all across the sky in like a Tic Tac pattern. So that's why they're calling it that. Um, and since they do move at the speed of light, we are starting to detect them now because of the neutrinos. Um, so it's called the Ice Cube Neutrino Detector. Uh, it was supposed to be a passive observational device, um, but it does have the capability of also transmitting energy, which is... They're like, like, oh, we, it, it was sort of like how they uh, discovered the microwave, right? Some right. guy was like, oh, I, by accident. Yeah, the wife wanted a new vibrator and said it ended up cooking eggs. And they're like, oh, this is the wrong type of egg to cook. Um, so, yeah, the ice cube neutrino detector was built to detect neutrinos. There's subatomic particles that could pass through normal matter, though, unimpeded. The detector, though, was uh, supposed to observe the interaction of neutrinos with the ice molecules and record the direction of which the neutrinos came. However, because it can also transmit energy, it's essentially a like a powerful phased array system. Uh, it could have significant implications, potentially even as a weapon system. Yes. Um, he believes that the detector has been involved in causing the uh, Christchurch earthquake in New Zealand. Oh, there's no, there's not uh, Eric uh, Hector or Hecker. I'm, I'm killing yeah, that. Hecker. Uh, he was one of the men that were down there from 2010 to 2012. And he was part of chief manager. You know, ch he was hired through Raytheon, Wraith Raytheon. And I killed that Raytheon uh, as a, you know, secondary contractor. And they're in charge of, you know, not just security and everything else, but also uh, working on the machines and, you know, general maintenance stuff. So he had access to the whole array and the whole facility down there. Um, and in 2012, while down there, they first turned it on. It simultaneously, as they turned it on, the earthquakes in New Zealand happened. Uh, and not just that, I guess there's more than one incidence where they turned it on and off. And then another earthquake or, you know, fault line was then activated or, you know, 
they they hit that at an ouchie right there, I guess. Um, but the one that blew my mind away with it is, is the first thing is when Eric comes on, um, he literally talks about how he has all documentations and info has been sent, scanned, and reported to not just the center uh, to the Senate and Arrow, uh, but to generals of con like the general you know masses of Congress. So like every single one of our congressmen and women have this list of information from Eric going over you know not just the neutrino device but other devices, including a laser that shoots into space. Um, but he goes over talking about how Eric met with multiple doc or you know you know doctors and scientists that were explaining that these neutrino device is now not it was it's past its original capability. It was made for something, but we found out it can do another. And now we've even found out that it can not only detect neutrinos in our atmosphere and in our area, but also light years away. So these neutrinos can go into Trek systems at the speed of light, which is fucking that's that's groundbreaking. And that happened in 2012 and to now. So we've been using it more and more. So we're constantly sitting here going, we've had multiple podcasts where we're like, why are there more UAPs or alien interactions? This can be why. We've technically found a form of communication at light speed. That's why we would have more and more contacts with potential extraterrestrials. Um, quotations there. And I think uh, that's just crazy. This is groundbreaking, Connery. You're not excited? I'm excited. I just want to be taken into space. I'm trying to be like Guardians of the Galaxy and just be Thor, okay? Is he riding his hammer? You have an interesting relationship with it. Dude, uh, the Father's Day gift Lauren got me? Mm. Fucking, I You're love welcome. it so much. She, Dude. she ran it by me. It was tips. She, she ran it by a bunch of people. She was like, I should I get this for Connery? Uh, yeah, Lauren got me a Father's Day gift that had, it, it is on the back of the shirt, and it's one of those, like, I don't know. The uh, the concept of it, everything about it, fucking love it. Captain America's ass is way too big. It's per it's like the size of my ass though, so it makes sense. <laughs> That's um, America's ass right there. So it says like a like almost like America. I can't remember what it says. Captain America dad or something like that. And it's uh Captain America holding uh, a baby Thor. A baby Thor. He said well, holding the hand of a like a his daughter Thor, right? Um, it's super cute. Fucking love it. But anyways, so uh, back to neutrinos. Um, for people that don't know, uh, this is as close to layman's terms as I could get, and it's still over my head. A neutrino is a, a fermion uh, that interacts only with weak interaction and gravity. The neutrino is named so because of uh, it is electric, uh, electrically neutral, and because its rest mass is so small, it was long thought to be zero. The rest mass of a neutrino is much smaller than that of any other known elementary particles, in excluding massless particles. So essentially, uh, it's able to move through uh, anything, gravity, uh, not being impacted by it. So it's 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 super and that's light. why we're kind of able to detect these crafts because now we're believing that they're using neutrinos in a sense to make this new form of propulsion and we've already been doing reverse engineering on crafts that we've already had our government has talked about it uh, and come forth so i mean we're only we're, we're i feel like we're much closer than we're led on to believe to cracking you know this this form of propulsion system and if we do like i guess they were talking in this um you know this four-hour conference and What's the doctor's name? I had a brain fart. The, the guy that's up front. Dr. Um, help, uh, me. Uh, help me, Dr. Stephen Greer. Help me. Yeah, Dr. S Dr. Stephen Greer. And he's had, you know, some conflicts in the past, people believing him and not believing him. But, you know, it, at the end of the day, he said the same thing. He had a lot of questions like, have any of these races or, you know, UAPs that we've ever came in contact with, have they ever come off as a threat? And he said the same thing out of, he listed the number. It's a, a absorbent number. Not one has ever come off as, you know, militant or any kind of a threat to us. Um, so he then quoted like Warner Von Braun, you know, saying that, you know, if we take a military stance with something that is neutral, it then forms, uh, you know, it, it goes into forming a new new problem. Short layman's terms, like Connery said. So like, if we keep poking the bear and shooting at these or shooting them down and being militaristic we're probably just creating a problem of our own where they're not wanting to potentially share technology with us opening our eyes to the to the more than just our world i mean i feel like we need to take a step back and realize they've they have the technology to screw us and they haven't done it 
so why are we shooting them down? Why are we taking this military route to it? Well, I feel like the government's always acted on the shoot first, ask questions later mentality. No. Yeah. Uh, JFK, for example. Uh, oh, no. Too, <laughs> too soon. Too, too soon. soon. Uh, so uh, he's also talking about symptoms that the people that are working down there are experiencing. One of them is a mass psychogenic illness. Uh, so he's saying it's ref- it, it kind of experiences the same similarities that happened in Havana, Cuba in 2016. Um, in two, and in 2017, more people, including U.S. intelligence and military personnel and their families, reported symptoms such as ringing in the ears, cognitive uh, dysfunction, uh, not erectile dysfunction, though. Um, everyone was still happy. <clears throat> and <laughs> what? Hold up. But yeah, he's saying that uh, some of the issues that people are experiencing down there. This is Eric Eckert, right? Yes. Um, who, who worked down there. Uh, as a security guard, uh, he mentioned symptoms similar to the Havana syndrome, including memory issues, trouble sleeping, sudden temperature rises. Uh, and he thinks it's all related to the exposure t- uh, to the directed energy weapons. But both Greer and Hecker, though, uh, in the video stated the concern. One of them is, you know, these are technologies that are being developed uh, and used without public knowledge, consent, anything like that, and it, what it, the implications that it has and what it's able to do to the world when they are using it. I mean... Right. I mean, if it's causing earthquakes, what you know, it could cause tsunamis and so many natural disasters. Not on top of... I wish they would have gotten more to this laser that they were talking about, like a massive green laser that shoots into space for, you know, communications as well. And... I feel like where does all our, our tax money went for something to study us, the earth and, you know, take ice samples and neutrinos in these ice samples. And, you know, we thought it was for science and they were backed by so many universities and the government. And then all of a sudden the universities were pushed out. The government put more in and not one of us were like, what are we spending, you know, billions of dollars on in Antarctica? Like, I'm not mad about it now. Cause like, if we are able to break this technology loop and maybe, again quotes they come down and they're like hey we have an actual first contact or something that'd be awesome a lot of people think the way i do they think that would be great and life-changing have you seen the movie cell it's a stephen philbert stephen philbert yeah i don't know that guy yeah um so essentially like the moment you put the cell phone up to your it transmits something into your head and then causes you to be an aggressive hive mind crazy thing is it kind of like have you ever seen the kingsman yeah yeah uh yeah no exactly yeah. like that okay so like that so steven Spielberg. <laughs> so what That's are you getting where are you getting at with this i'm confused now so i was watching that video on my way to work and i'm like man i would imagine right they're using frequencies to either uh self-resonate with the brain patterns and that's what's causing it right so i researched if that was possible, I'm not saying I would do it, right? I wouldn't say I'd mess with somebody's brainwaves on purpose to make them to become a, a psychopath. Uh, but I was wondering if it could be done. So the ELF system, though, the ELF system itself is, uh, stands for extra low frequency. They're radio waves with frequencies from 3 to 30 hertz. Basically, in the same spectrum, your mind's also working, right? You have, uh, I had the list two weeks ago when I watched the movie. Um, and I was learning about all the different waves uh, that you're, you've heard of delta patterns, right? Sure. Delta wavelength, things like that. Yeah. Well, those are like around the seven to 10 hertz range. Um, I could be off, but there's also different uh, areas that your brain's thinking about. Anyways, so it can operate from three to 30 hertz in corresponding wavelengths from 100,000 to 10,000 kilometers. So you could essentially, uh, and that it would explain the mass uh, psychogenic illness that people are experiencing is right. you are essentially Exposing resonating yourself. yourself to harmonies, uh, frequencies that your brain operates with. Uh, and it, it, it does it up to a 10,000 kilometers, which essentially you're doing what a three quarters of the, or, uh, yeah, three quarters of the world when you're, when you start it. That's absurd. Yeah. Also uh, chaotic. I'm not shaving my eyebrows. Uh, I got a postcard from Kenya saying that Paul wouldn't shave his eyebrow off on stream. Why? You're right. Why? I won't. Why? 
because I, I needed my eyebrows. If not, I would just look like I have cancer. Yeah, but you keep the beard. And the head, head hair. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. No, I'm not doing it. Well, anyways, <clears throat> uh, so ELF systems are used for global submarine communications and measuring the Earth's magnetic sphere. However, Eric Heckler suggests that it could be more nefarious use for the technology. So one of the uh, talking points that I have written down, uh, what if the ELF systems could be used to control minds or influence behavior? Uh, and that kind of was based off of that movie, Cell. I was like, well, you could, you could do this. So what would be the uh, societal and ethical implications of this? Oof, there's so many. I mean, would our government stop at that? No, we've they've gone way past those ethical implications before on worse things. But, I mean, it, it's scary because I, and now most people, I think there was a, a, a census when, when we did the last census on, like, U.S. go, you know, population that like believes in their government or trusts their government it was like at a whopping like 28 it wasn't high like majority of americans don't trust our government anymore and especially this just doesn't help like billions of dollars put into an you know offshore fucking facility on international land where we can't we don't see it we don't benefit from it nothing happens but the the problem with that is is like what are they going to be controlling us for right what are those ethical implications are they going to do it for you know brainwashing to follow a political party or you know take a side for a war or so on and that was kind of what i was getting what he was getting on with uh warner von braun is like he warned us about you know you making this alien threat to unite a like one world war that's well, like his thinking... original like thing was like to stop us like we don't have to fight them I was thinking the new world order in the sense of the implications that can be played. Because think about it like this. If you're able to control, uh, I wouldn't say like control, but influence behavior, you could probably increase the rate of suicidal deaths. So, so again, it kind of, those two go in together. Imagine creating a mass hysteria over a threat that doesn't really exist to create a then one world order. That's literally what he was warning about. Like, we have multiple movies talking. What's the first thing we do when we have alien contact? It's like, let's fucking nuke them. Like, no. They're, just because they're here doesn't mean they're here to invade. Are there probably some out there? Who knows? But from what we can tell on the ones that are here and the things that we don't know, they've not attacked us. They're pretty much just studying us. And if we actually get contact by those or the, these beings that are, you know, potentially part of what the Israeli prime minister, prime minister said as a uh, um, galactic federation. I mean, I would say let's go with those guys. Cause if there's a galactic federation, that means there's probably like galactic empire and star Wars is real. And, and Lucas was right. <laughs> so, um, and it gets even crazier in the uh, closer to the end of the video. Hecker suspects that there, uh, you know, is more nefarious ways to use this weapon. One of them though, is voice to skull technology. Um, what? Voice to skull, V2K is what it stands for. Uh, essentially, what we've just been talking about. So Y2K? He, V2K. V2K, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Not, not the year 2000. Um, but it, it kind of begs a question, right? This essentially just came out within the last week. Right? They're talking about it today. Wasn't there something today they released about it as well? An hour ago, there was a live stream from... Um, from them yeah so it, it 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 is crazy how fast this is all happening but we talked what three weeks ago about the satellite phones we talked about all this stuff that's happening um that are kind of putting you on edge you're like uh, we've talked about not just russia or ukraine but the u.s shooting down multiple uaps during this whole conflict so i mean they're here i mean and the thing that's crazy is in that conversation they also talked about uh, the amount of times a UAP or these, you know, extraterrestrial life, what we call them, have been around anytime we've dealt with any business involving nuclear capabilities, they're always like there, either to interfere or to watch. Um, so, I mean, we're on a cusp technologically where if, we, if we're doing these reverse engineerings and we actually crack this code because, you know, they left them here or were shot down or vice versa, uh, they're kind of like they're just seeing how we're going to react and i don't think we need to act react like with a militant mind we don't need to start war with you know an extra extraterrestrial life or or even more civilization because they have better technology than us like what's the point like really they can go the speed of light like we're not 
we're not beating that. Like we might have the communications now, but we don't have the technology to have any any vehicle in in our realm right now to reach that speed. Yeah, not yet. I, that's of public knowledge. But I, even if there was, say say there is a release, which I'm sure there's been release from whistleblowers um, since they were talking what seven hundred. Uh, what was it? Seven hundred and forty-two different whistleblowers is what he's involved with. Yes, there's a lot in this. I mean, they went. I think during the conference they only brought up fifteen of them, but the list goes on. And obviously, these fifteen are the ones that had um, more, you know, substantial data to show or share, and that they had to then obviously do a audio recording and a written recording to release, not just to Congress but to Arrow and to the Senate. So, I mean. Okay, Our whole so, government knows about this. Yeah, I, I, I found so 752 whistleblowers. So Stephen Greer is the founder of the Disclosure Project, right? He held a national press club event on June 12th of 2023. So this happened as of recording five days ago. Right. Uh, so 752 whistleblowers over the years have handed evidence over to the United States government. Dr. Greer highlighted the president, uh, presence of man-made unidentified aerial phenomena. So as soon as he did that, NASA then released that video that right. we were also talking about. Like the uh, next day. They're like, oh, well, shit came through. Yeah, we should probably talk about it. And they, they came out and they held their first public meeting on UFO study. Uh, NASA acknowledged the online abuse towards panelists and emphasized the need for respect and openness during the process. They're like, look, we're coming at this with a scientific approach. You know, be respectful. We're going to ask hypothetical questions because there's other experts in the field that may be able to answer it. Uh, they talked about the current data collection efforts on unidentified um, anomalous phenomena, UAPs, uh, and unsystematic and fragmented across uh, various agencies data that's come in. So you had, um, you know, satellites, you had satellite footage, you had. But um, isn't it isn't it just funny and ironic that as soon as us as the public finds out something or we have a whistleblower, our government has to do something to cover their ass, whether it be an AI taking over a plane in simulation and shooting it, shooting ourselves down. Or, you know, go back further with Roswell. You, you pick out a date and it's like the government decides, oh, well, they know too much. Let's try to lead them in a different direction. I feel like this NASA thing was the same thing. Like, well, OK, I, we're going to declassify some info that you can have now. It, w it would make sense, though. So they declassified some information for NASA. And NASA is a public knowledge company, right? Not anymore. That is a government-funded entity now. When the fuck that changed? Because I remember when that they everything... bought them out because they fucking folded. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, what we're we talking about? NASA. Uh, yeah, we, NASA. One thing that you and I haven't done in a while, Paul, is uh, take a drink. Take a drink, but I'm I'm gonna you top know? off. You gotta retop off your squirt. No. This is a glass bottle. Oh, you're just shooting it? You're going to shoot a, a shot? No, I'm not shooting a shot. I'm just making this consistency a little bit more watery down. Oh, so you can actually not slur during this podcast. Mm. I'm definitely going to now. Um, <laughs> Anyways, cheers. Salud. Cheers. This beer is amazing. Oh, I'm going to try some when I'm up there. Uh, <clears throat> I just want to sit on a kayak or in my pool and just drink this. That's all I want to do. Oh, well, what do you want to do after uh, we're done recording? Because I think I may just crash at your place. That works. We'll figure it out. I think we might have a special guest on for that one. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully you have some lights. That too. I'll probably oh. reset up downstairs over there for this. I'll like move the PC and everything. Who knows? You know what we could do? You know what we could do, Paul? You could take your signs off the wall, have them sit in that corner, and then just turn off the lights and then immediately just have him <laughs> have him smile. Have him smile. <laughs> You're gonna oh, laugh I love when you guys so meet him. Um, oh, I love back him. to NASA. Oh yeah, NASA. You Regardless, every time something happens, they have to wipe their trails, uh, and we're constantly. Obviously, Trump wasn't the first, but multiple presidents declassify certain information when it comes to UFOs, UAPs, whatever you want to call it. Hillary Clinton did, even when she was the Secretary of Defense. Trump did when he was in office. Obama did. Like, so many presidents, when they get up, they're like, okay, I can't give you all the info, but I'm going to declassify some of them that are considered outdate. 
Um, and as we're getting to this point, more and more things we're going over, like, well, we did have these aircrafts. They were shot down. There were what we decide as humanoid beings in this aircraft. Like, some of these readings from the Pentagon and from the Department of Defense, it's like, you guys lied to us for so long. No shit majority of us don't want to believe you. Like, 28%, man. 28% of, of Americans believe in their government. That's, that's a record low. What's sad is a quarter of the population of America believes their government. That's the sad part yeah, about it. Right. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the takeaway right now. Yeah, the takeaway is, is fucking idiots. Uh, <laughs> actually, so I haven't, I haven't brought up TikTok in a minute, right? Um, so I was live on TikTok every single night. Lauren and I would go live. And we were talking about something similar to that as a group of Americans that are stupid. And I got banned for a week. For hate speech about some Americans, and you are one. <laughs> on twenty, uh, it was I was talking about a quarter of the Americans believe or believe their government. I was like, those guys are idiots. <laughs> I was like, why the hell do they believe their government? They think the government's in their best interest. You and I have friends. You in know what I'm talking about. No, yeah. that believe the government. Everything the oh, government says yeah. is true. I I know it's absurd, but you know they're going to learn. If everyone's going to learn the truth eventually, right? Eventually, we're going to hit a point where we can't hide this. And that's what they talked about in this conference. Also, is like, is there going to be a point without government intervention that you think that, you know, they'll intervene, whether it be planetary, like we're destroying our planet, or us as a military mind would go after them. And he even, even Dr. Greer said, like, I can't see why not. Like, I can't see them just standing by the wayside and letting us just absolutely destroy a habitant planet, especially when we're in this, you know, realm of technology and we've come so far in such a short period of time. And we're right on a cusp. I I don't see them doing that either. I mean, we have thought outside of the box so many times with just shows trying to help us guide our way and our decisions. And I think that we can kind of learn from it. The idea to like with first contact is it's is going to be an important step in humanity. I think I think I know why. Hypothetically, NASA's doing this. So NASA they acknowledge the public interest in UAPs. They they know that there's a demand for answers. Uh, and they're trying to reduce the stigma around UAP reporting and foster trust between the American people or the world, essentially, and NASA, right? So do you think they're going to slowly continue to do this where they introduce more more findings, more information? Yeah. I mean, we then... have with the Pentagon releasing stuff uh, from our war times, not just during like recent wars, but like all the way back to World War One. So one of the crazy ones I was reading from the early documents released from the Pentagon during World War One and World War Two is when we were first like World War One, we had, you know, biplanes, we were still in the sky. There was multiple reports even into World War One where they would come down and say, like, there is something I can't explain. World War Two, even worse, not just the US, but the Nazis had a um a bunker uh in Poland. Right. And their whole idea of this bunker was like our Area 51. It was top secret. They were working on new propulsion systems to do vertical takeoffs, eliminate landing strips, all that fun stuff. And they had an absurd amount of sightings over this area that they couldn't shoot down, control, contact anything with these UAPs during this time. And we didn't know about it until after we ransacked that entire base, gathered their information, and we held on to it. And they waited so many years until recently to release like oh yeah also the nazis saw a bunch of aliens too like i feel like this is shit we could have released a while ago then again it was around the same time they were experimenting with lsd well no no so you have to think lsd was that's after we already got all those german scientists and we're like come to us we won't give you war well, this crimes is, this is also before roswell right that was 1973 so no. was roswell i thought it was 53 that was 73. Dates are wrong. Who knows? But no, I'm, I, I thought it was either post-World War II or just our, or beginning Cold War was Roswell. I want to say it was in the 50s. Um, but there's oh. also so many sites. Am I right? No, we're both wrong. 1947. So, okay, post-World War II. Okay, so I mean, two years after. But still, we then brought like Hoppenheimer and so many of these chief scientists from, not, from the Nazi you know, regime wait, wait, over wait. here. You know, I'm scared. I don't even. Why I was know. thinking 1973. Why Lilo and Stitch? He, the black guy at the end when he was, she looks at him. The alien looks at him, and she's like, she's like, "You look familiar." And he's like, "Roswell, 1973." That's why I was thinking it. 
I'm a uh, fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You're part of the 20, 28%. <laughs> Uh, that's hilarious fuck me sideways all right um next NASA. point though we're yeah we're pat look to the next next talking point what is the uh, next one you have so many that you that you had the great ai design for us <laughs> i i do but there's just so much here because you gotta think both videos were like four hours a piece this is eight hours of footage Any, that I had this run throw a dart throw a dot Okay, okay. Hold on a second. You, uh, let's talk about something else real quick while I go ahead and I throw a dart. Okay, I'll just pull something out of my ass real quickly. Um, I guess I was I was talking about the that that mountain. Um, so I was watching this documentary on it, right? Um, and it was kind of sad because obviously they used slave labor uh, during World War II to build this mountain um, and literally build it and hollow out tunnels for. Uh, large-scale operations uh, they estimated like 55,000 people or you know captives died under the Nazi regime to build this quote-unquote like area 51 for them um, and it's massive it's it's huge and they had multiple testing facilities with inside this mountain interior and exterior along um, and one of the things they were working on was called the bell have you ever seen the bell uh, it's a bell aircraft they literally got their idea of the Bell aircraft from UAPs. Like, it's a typical flying saucer, my boy. Like, if you think flying saucer in your head, that is the Bell, the Nazi Bell. And then, then the worst part is, is they quote-unquote, this was right before the war ended, uh, had a massive breakthrough. And that was right around 1944, or 1945, as they were starting to lose the war. And a bunch of the scientists literally gathered their information and just hit the deck they either went to the soviets or they went to the u.s um and it's creepy because it it looks like your typical like if you've seen a ufo in a movie that's what the bell aircraft looks like but these scientists said they had a massive breakthrough and if these specific ones went to the u.s and they brought all their findings that was in the 40s like we've had plenty of time to work on this propulsion system Maybe, and that's what they talked about in as well, if is there a chance the US government is potentially part of these UAP sightings? Like is have we cracked this propulsion system and how do we have craft of our own? Like is the we've not seen anything like the TAC, the tic tac that we're talking about until recent time, right? It's always been spherical or disc shaped. But now we have a TAC. So a lot of people are thinking, like, is the tic tac us with reverse engineering? And this is our our aircraft this is us doing it now just fucking around and seeing if this stuff works and obviously it fucking does do you think it's unmanned no i don't think it i mean it, there's a possibility but we again with that kind of propulsion system unless we have also a crazy technology for you know unmanned personnel over so that surpasses our drone technology I think that's probably people in it, top, top, you know, scientists or officials or whatever, the U.S. government that are actually flying it. If not, then maybe it, maybe it is drone piloted. Who knows? Yeah, I think it would be drone piloted because you got to think the, the neutrino um, technology is meant to be able to send communications, right? Right. So you would technically be able to send communications at the speed of light to give it direction. So what if the the like the glitching across the sky effect is more or less us uh, just... sending communications on its trajectory yeah and it just is like okay but it's maybe it's messing up and so here's my i guess my next question is why is it that a lot of the times we see these tacks going in and out of the water then oh. so I was, I was thinking about this listen if we're going into the water to escape and it has um yeah let's take a drink yeah, let's Cheers. have a shot. Some some goner. The name of the podcast implies there would be drinking. Yeah, we're drinking. Just oh, we're, we're hammered. Not, not publicly announcing. <laughs> it's mm. called drunk discussions. We're drunk and having discussions, guy. Yeah, um, this is all over the fucking wall. We go back to Antarctica thing. What if they're just going into the water to escape, and then they're just zooming through the water back to their base in Antarctica? Well, I mean, it's at that point, it's not really because you're talking about. <clears throat> You're talking like about if, a device that's able to transmit its body through things, right? No, Sp uh, through it, it, the idea through is matter. it's making it's making a field around it that can do that. So it's using a propulsion system to travel 
in, in almost like outside of our laws of physics. We're going through our atmosphere at a different speed, including, you know, our, our, our water too, which is a different type of atmosphere. So if it can go through one, it can obviously potentially go through another. Because we've seen them with um, Captain Durker going on, I don't forget the ship, where he said that he, you know, the craft entered in and out of the water at absurd speed, absurd speed. So like, that does, that makes it make sense then, you know, like, hey, it's probably not even man, man crafted. It's probably just us sending signals to it. It's, it's a drone. So I went ahead and utilized artificial intelligence because they were also talking about AI. So I was like, it's only, it's only appropriate, right? Yeah, it's only fair. Um, so let's talk about, I've got 10 talking points. We'll go through them. I'll just list off the 10. You pick one off the 10. You ready? Okay. Alien communication, weaponized neutrinos, AI and U UAPs, Elf mind control, man-made earthquakes, public disclosure, space force encounter, and Havana syndrome epidemic. That's not ten. That's eight. I miscounted. <laughs> Math. Um. What was the last? The second to last one. Space force encounter. Ooh. Has so, there been space force encounters? Are we? Is space force even in space yet? Though. Uh. Yeah. No, it's not. Don't fucking lie to me. What if we are? I mean, maybe, but like, would they tell you? we just made, you're not wrong. They would well, tell you. Think you're about right. it like this. Think about it like this. You and I both know people that have told us shit. They're not supposed to tell us and they're in the military. They're like, oh no, we have a base here. Right. We've heard this conversation. Yeah. We know. And I, I was in the military. I feel it. I served. I had friends that worked in, you know, considered classified or top secret, you know, MOS. Um, and obviously we've had some that we don't know, but they've, people have gone on with those classified MOSs and released data onto fucking discord and shit. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, I get it. Okay. So let's talk about it. So Dr. Greer discusses the role of the U S's space force in communicating with extraterrestrial civilizations. What if the space force had a direct encounter with an extra, uh, extraterrestrial civilization. How would this impact our understanding of the universe and our strategies for space exploration? Hmm. So, so this, I mean, this is communication side. Right. Right. What if, what if, like, have you ever seen this show space force? Yeah. It's got, uh, the guy Steve from the Carell. office, Steve Carell. Yeah. What if he's actually in charge of Space Force? Wouldn't that fucking kill you? Because like he talked about like head actors uh, being involved with the U.S. government. So I mean, what if <laughs> Tom? You get there and you see Steve Carell, like Tom Hanks and Tom Cruise, all standing on a fucking like on the sideline, fully decked out in uniforms. Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> with an eighteen-year-old alien. He's like, I don't. They look a little bit younger than an actual eighteen-year-old man. Uh, fuck. But I'm just saying, like, who knows? Um, do you I've think seen aliens couple... have sex? Absolutely. Absolutely. Would, do you think... I think okay. it's different. It's probably not the same as ours. Hear me out. We're going tangent. This is Rick and Morty kind of shit. We're going to like talk about fucking aliens now? Yeah, we're going to talk about fucking <laughs> aliens. <laughs> so, okay. Okay, okay. There's some Guardians of the Galaxy bullshit right here. Parit? Is that you? Uh, or Barit, whatever her name was. Um... What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Fucking aliens. So hear me out. You put a human and you, you put a guy, you put a guy in a room for a week, right? A week straight. He has no access to technology. He's probably going to fuck the couch at least one point throughout the week, right? With that being said, we know guys are capable of essentially putting their dick in anything. How long do you think it would take for a guy? Not a guy in the military, nothing like that. Maybe, maybe it's an average Joe crash landed in his backyard. He went over there. He was like, Oh, wow, so we're talking a... about the TTD, the yeah. time to dick. Time to dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what's the time to dick for an average Joe? <laughs> maybe a few it bush peaches. It <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> I wonder. I guess it would depend on the, how desperate the man is or how good looking the alien is. I don't think it, I don't think looks matter. Oh, bullshit. Have you're you telling seen, me you're everyone right. says anything's capable of love and you and I have seen relationships of people and you're like, no, you guys are meant for each other. But like at the same time, you're like, mm, 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 shallow how I don't know. Like if it's me, if you're having someone stand there like Gamora or you have someone standing there that looks like the alien from versus predator, I'm going to fuck Gamora over the predator. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, we but... have a kind of we, we. You still have to go to buy attractiveness. If you're not attracted to it, you can't fuck. Well, that's. I mean, there's some people I, it... attracted to some weird shit. So I take it back. I was gonna say AVP. That's like two two mouths though. Ooh, with yeah, teeth. one opens up and the, yeah, okay. The little one comes out. That's the Glock Glock three thousand right there. Oh, oh, you're talking <laughs> about Alien. I thought you were talking about Predator. Yeah, no, still both still have two mouths. It's yeah, it's like a parasitic jaw. I'm good, bro. I'm good. But if they fucking pop out of here and they look like us, I mean, who knows? Like we, there's we've had talks about this on the podcast before that yeah. we could be like the UAP or the aliens, like quote unquote time travelers, or we've branched out amongst the galaxies now making return. There's so many theories, dude, or even ones that are like they all are also are like humanoid. Like I've listened to the theories of you know. Obviously, some creationists. We have many friends that are staunch creationists. Um, believe that if there is other life, that they were also designed in like our form. Um, I don't agree with necessarily any of them, but regardless, you don't know. This is an I don't know hypothetical question. I would not stick my penis in an alien. I'll tell you that right now. I probably would. Okay, it's got to be a badass alien. Mm, no. No, so you're telling me if this bitch dropped down looking like Gary Busey and has a tail with like four tits, you're like, yeah, let's go. Well, I mean, pr yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like think about it like this, right? What is? Why am I blanking on on the Star Wars reference? Uh, Star the Wars big worm. No, Wars the big warm looking guy. Uh, the one Jar Jar. No, the one that's yeah, that was honest. Some goner, you get a few beers in me. I'm the most honest man you'll ever meet. Uh, no, fucking, he had Princess Leia as a captive. Oh, you're you're talking about uh, Jabba the Hutt. There's guys out there that fuck belly buttons. Okay, I'm just saying. How do you think Jabba fucked it? Like she was a prisoner for a while in that dress. Like you know, oh, yeah, Jabba he got down. Did. Like you know it. Like she, how how was she not mentally just absolutely like? deranged after being held captive by that man well i do know he's he's like a snail alien right there there are types of snails that shoot their semen Ooh. yeah they do that aren't they, they asexual too they can be what if that so that's the next question what if some species aren't like reproducing like we do what if they reproduce you know asexually or the opposite like they're like seahorses the man carries the baby like you get you fuck a hot alien, but then you're carrying the child. So you're talking about just completely getting rid of social construct. So, yeah, yeah. I would imagine. I mean, it's aliens like the art, our, our whole, you know, realm of ideas is out. It's gone. Out the it's completely it's completely based off of social constructs. The fact you and I talk to each other, the idea that we're talking to each other is a social construct, right? Uh, genders are a social construct. Everything. Even religion is a social construct, right? Yeah, I would imagine if people, uh, if people, if aliens didn't have an, what we define as a social construct, yeah, I could see them. If, uh, or what yeah, if it's just a different social construct? Like, what if it's not even that? Like, what if it's like you get to a planet and the women's impregnate the males and then all the males have to give birth, like, fucking like hyenas through a pseudo penis? Like, you're just giving birth through your dick. Ooh, yeah, like you don't know, or an alien coming out your stomach, you know, just yeah, no idea. So everything that we're talking about right now is definitely based off of movies that we've seen. Oh, hundred percent. Do you think they're like prophets? <laughs> wait, 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 what? What? Well, yeah, no, no, the the people that wrote the books that it was based off of. This isn't Scientology, Connery. Chill out. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, no, I'm not saying like that, but. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is I'm going back to the movie Cell. Everything that we've talked about tonight has essentially got my, my mindset on the movie Cell because they're talking about frequencies that are messing with the brain waves that are able to do so, mind control of a sense, hive mind mentality right. uh, through these, these frequencies. Yeah, that's where I went. With Cell. I mean, mine, so like there's obviously, this is a lot, I recommend everyone watching this. It's four like four hours long. The NASA one. The other one's like two hours long. So it's it's some time to get through it. But on the one with Dr. Greer, they talk about how uh, these neutrino devices were able to locate 
multiple areas of you know high intent like the areas that they put on a map and they're like there's a lot of neutrinos here we don't know a lot about this area and two of them happen to be in the middle of the fucking ocean at depths that we we've been to that depth before like with the challenger deep but we don't have the funds or the backing to make that kind of a dive to see what's down there um so my idea you're going to sell what have you ever seen the movie abyss uh no oh well one you gotta watch it great movie uh so pretty much it's like there's a a civilization at the bottom of the ocean like at pressures that we cannot stand so we don't come in contact with them think like aquaman in your mind since you've seen that they're down there we don't see them they're out of sight out of mind um the only way we can get there is by we've talked about this before in the podcast too is by reteaching ourselves to breathe in the idea as being like a baby a baby breathes liquid when it's in the placenta, right? So, like, the idea is to rebreathe on oxygenated liquids. Holy shit! And that then was you the get to that, that was the depth. episode we talked about war babies. War babies. That's a good episode. We, the the government went ahead and uh, is just got a secret class of babies that are designed to breathe underwater, and they fucking <laughs> they attack the aliens. We that was, that was a, a tangent fucking, episode. That was a tangent, but the same thing. So we have these neutrino device, and it's able to see that in the middle of the ocean, there's a large frequency from these neutrinos and a high, I don't know, what's the word I'm fucking looking for? I don't, I don't know. know. There's a lot of them. Eh, a lot of a concentration of these neutrinos in these areas. So like, I don't, I, my thing is, is they could be here. They could already be here well beyond our ideas of like, oh, you know, we're just, we're now reaching that level of light speed communication. We can't reach light speed, but light speed communication. Now we can see where they're at. What's the next step then? Quick, let's take a drink. Yeah, let's let's take a drink. Cheers, buddy. We're ten minutes in. Oh, our buddy Logan just made it into the chat. My car and I both breathe the water. No, you don't. I I just responded in an appropriate fashion. I love you, Logan. Don't take that personally. Did you limp here? <laughs> <laughs> oh man sorry i don't think you understand i i literally like logan i love you but like the day your accident happened i texted connery saying like is are we allowed to make jokes yet or is that too soon yeah no it was within the first 15 15 minutes of it happening once and i found Paul, once we both found out you were okay well no he sent me a video he was like dude logan he's in the back of an ambulance i'm like i'm sitting there i'm like Okay, I remember when I had the snowboarding accident, I was high off my kite on fentanyl, prescribed. And yeah. I was like... <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. I was like, I know he's I know he's fine. If you're putting a video out there, you're back at the ambulance. Yeah, you probably are pretty fucked up, but you're, you're fine. You're not going to die. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're about to die, you're not sitting there like, hold on, let me get my phone out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like... So when Paul asked me, he was like, can we... Are we allowed to make jokes yet? I already had... 20 ready to go i was i was right through the races i oh, sent them all to paul i was like i'm gonna wait, wait until logan's alive i can't wait till he's healed a little bit where he can get onto the podcast and explain the situation to the listeners because that'll be a great one i've talked we're to gonna him have about, a list of, i've talked to him extensively of it apparently what he thinks happened isn't what happened what he is being told is from a bystander that explained it to his insurance company. And the originally Logan was thinking he was like, Oh, and I, I'm paraphrasing here, Logan. Um, I don't even know if you're still in here, but he was I like, was wheeled in. <laughs> <laughs> I was wheeled in. Fuck. I love you. Uh, he, he said he had like a patch of gravel stuck his leg down or something like that. That's what he thought happened. And leg went, went, leg went one way, his motorcycle went the other way, his leg was on the other end of the motorcycle and it just kind of twisted and snapped. Bystander that saw it happen was like, no, you went over the handlebar. I don't know the rest of it after that, so it could be all over the place. But well, I he knows don't he think... went over the handlebars because he's got a fucking bruise on the inside of his thigh that's the size of a fucking softball. Inch away from his cock. Yeah. Imagine Luckily, that, he doesn't Paul. have to deal with a lot, so. What, like... You're talking like the bruise is almost on his on his hip bone. Yeah, sure. Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Logan, would you fuck an alien? No. 
<laughs> yeah, let's go back to that. Let's get back to fucking aliens. What I love is uh, some goner put in here. Uh, aggressive, dignified sushi. Copy this. Uh, he did a candid connery. A clip by some goner. I love it. I'm, I'm going to end. I've already saved and published that, by the way, buddy. Appreciate it. Talking about me fucking an alien. He was like, wow, this is honest. I mean, we, we are pretty honest people here. We speak from the heart, man. We yeah. do. Just like I should tell we're telling all of you, go out, read up this info, watch the videos. It really is baffling uh, to just hear government officials, you know, scientists, entities coming together and saying, like, we've been lying to you for the last 75 years. Longer than that. Actually, when do you think the government started lying to the public? Um, 1778. That or... I mean, there's always... My thing is, is there's always been a point where government officials are like, we can't come out with this because it'll incite riot or, you know, disturb the public, whether it be on social issues, religious issues, so on and so forth, depending on our time frame as a country. I think they've been lying to us for a while now. I do. Um, whether it's, you know, going to war or whatnot, whatever you want to pick or, you know, our currency or yeah, this but accident like, or disaster. Why, or, why 1978? You know, You're saying Jimmy Carter? No, or, I said 1778. That's two oh, years se- after we became a yeah. country, you dipshit. <laughs> I thought you said 1970. Actually, I'm pretty sure you said 1978. I'm like, I Jimmy Carter? I said 1778. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, well, I mean, Jimmy Carter, he was just a peanut farmer, dude. He didn't know shit. He was just there. He's like, I'm here to make people happy. Did you see, uh, was it JFK Jr.? He's running, running for president. I got to look into him. It's his grandfather jfk was his grandfather right yeah. or yeah i don't know um maybe something his like that because he's got photos of him in office with him i want to look up his policies and he stuff was like eight years old when his i think it was his, uh, his dad or i don't know he was eight years old when jfk was sworn in i remember the hearing though. i can say this that guy's seen some shit oh for sure but if i get it i'll put it this i will not be surprised not be the least bit surprised if he ever gets elected to any office and then he's just I Run, am not runs, part of this conversation. <laughs> it runs in the family. That's all. Well, none of them run in the family, but you know what I mean. No. You take take two two spin of the wheels forward, and well, the car's still going forward, but you're you're not. Yeah, yeah. Part of no. you, anyways. Like, Regardless, not good. Not got not got not a good last name. Kennedy and running for political office. It just hasn't ran well in this country. I wish I wish I was alive for Kennedy. I feel like he was a very praised so my official. dad my dad was a JFK Democrat. Um a lot of people were back then. Do you He's think very your dad and JFK are up there right now just smoking a joint together? Oh no, they're both in hell. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're smoking a joint in hell together, but there's a difference. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's a party down there, man. That's that's what I'm saying. They get what imagine you get to the gates, like if they're right, and they're like, All right, we have all the vegans and happy places are up in heaven. Um, and with puppies, you get to do all this fun stuff running around the you know, the fields. They're like, Is there sex? No, there is no sex. Is there drugs? No, there is no drugs. Okay, what's hell like? All of those sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Straight through hell. Yeah, no, I'm I'm taking that elevator down. Bye, bitch. Do you do you get a choice though, do you think? Maybe, maybe you get. I mean, no one fucking knows Connery. Okay, Paul. All right, let's make a pact right now. Blood pact, and then we're gonna end the podcast. Whoever dies first, whoever's at the gate, no matter who it is, because if you kick the devil in the balls, you're you're staying where you're at. But if you kick God in the balls, you're going back to hell. Right. We're kicking whoever greets us at the gate in the balls. Now let's listen to him first. Yo, you think they're going to talk to you? How many people are coming through that line? Who knows? Maybe they're each one's different. Like, have you ever seen The Good Place? It's a great show. Recommend it. Um, Pretty much it's like there's a a greeter for every single person. I mean, it's so So, so like you get there and then they explain it to you. I mean, no, it's not even like heaven or hell. It's really funny. It's a great show. You should watch it with Christian Bell in it. Um, But I think that's maybe what it's like. You get there and they're just like explaining what the good place is, what the bad place is. And they're like, so, like, you want to go to the good place or the bad place? Have you seen uh, Miracle Workers? No. It's with Daniel Radcliffe, Steve Buscemi, and 
Honestly, those are the two oh, best I've actors. I've seen the- clips of that. Yes. Fucking phenomenal. Now, I say that the first season's the best. I love the first season because it's Steve Buscemi is God, but he's fucking stupid as shit. Um, kind of fall in love with him. He's like, I'm going to put you into eternal punishment. And then he's like, I just need you to pick a jelly. Actually, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Yeah, I just need you to pick, bro. I just need you That's, to pick a so, but group what of happens? Jelly we get there and they're like, all right, your buddy Paul has already picked, but we're not telling you where we're going to tell you what we told him and then you have i to know decide. you're going to hell no okay that, i mean i know that too but fuck off all right what if it's not hell what if it's just like one place or another there's not good there's not evil that's just like you have a and b to pick and they I'd be... read you no, no listen they read you a description of e do you think you can physically as you're my friend sit there and be like oh he went to b like you yeah, know like you 100%. know percent <laughs> okay <laughs> paul i i i know I know you so well mentally, but I also know you physically that I'm like, I could probably recognize this man from his cock, right? I'm like, I know Paul. You're like, ah, Uh, there it is. Low into the left. That's him. Yep. (laughs) A lot more pubes. I know he's in a stunt right now where he's waiting in between having sex with somebody. Um, (laughs) You're rolling his eyes. shaking my head. (laughs) Clean as a whistle. What you talk about, boy? How gotta stay ready on this game. What I need it like probably like once a week. Once a week, I'll probably once every two months. Oh God, you're hairier than me, bub. But naturally, you are hairier than me, though. Yeah, like I from gotta... the neck up, I'm hairier than you. But from the neck down, you got me beat, bub. Bro, Lauren's shaving my back once, probably once a month. All right, this is a serious question. Yeah, has she ever waxed you? Yes, like. Oh, not you. not like down there. No, no. She, I, wait. No, she what? she has. <laughs> There's a lot of blood. I was surprised. Uh, what? Yeah, you you fucking wax your pubes. There's blood. Oh shit! I've never waxed down there, so I don't know. But I've had the occasional nick where I'm like, huh? Oh, the the fucking ball sack nick. Oh, the worst. That's when I go jump in the shower and just wash it off. Have you ever gotten the tip of your dick stuck in your zipper? Never. I have. This reminds me of the story when we were in the pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, were, you weren't there, but it was a great time. It was me, Tyler, and Grant, like 2 a.m., just chilling in the pool. We're loud. We're being ignorant. Lights on, playing, and, and we're getting to a d- deep conversation. A drunk discussion, you will, right? We're hammered. And all of a sudden, out of left field, like as you would, out of left field, Grant was like, you ever got a pimple on your dick? <laughs> and me and Tyler just start losing it. About five, six seconds after we're crying, I hear my neighbor go, Hey, Paul, it's 2 a.m. Can you keep it down? And I went under the water. I was screaming. <laughs> I went under the water screaming with laughter. <laughs> you, you know this man heard my friend ask me if I, if I had a pimple on my dick. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up. Have you? Never. I washed myself, bro. Obviously, Grant, I love him to death, but he's a, this is during football season shit. He's a gross, gritty motherfucker. God, I've had a tick on my dick. I've you had a what? A tick. Say that again. A tick on your what? Dick. Say that ten times fast. I've had a tick on my dick. (laughs) (laughs) That's the new (laughs) T-shirt. I was at a military camp, like ROTC military style camp. Yeah, and we're in the showers, and we're all just showering and shit. And I look down, I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" I was like, is that like a mole? And I uh, and it's right around like, you know, that fancy little lip that you have if you're not a Jew. Um oh, what the <laughs> fuck? I mean, you are they're circumcised too, you dipshit. Uh fair enough. Anyways, so <laughs> it's it's right around the head, uh, right below the head. Anyways, so I had a tick there. I'm like, how fucking long has that been there? Mind you, this thing was almost the size of like a nickel. Oh my god, that's a big tick, Connery. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I guess they numb. The site that they and I and I freak out every all the guys they're like nah I'm out I would have <laughs> running out of there would have been like sergeant they left everyone left and I was like I got a tick on my dick so I went ahead and I ripped that shit out I checked no that's how uh, you get Lyme disease you dipshit uh incorrect the head was still there okay on it I dude I grew up in the fucking country I know ticks I was like. I'm I'm still surprised though that it was able to suck that much blood out of 
I mean, there's a lot of blood going through you at that age, man. Who knows? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't the only thing engorged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That age, you get lightheaded for other reasons. Um, oh, God. We how the fuck from... did we go from? <laughs> yeah, we're both there. Huh? We went from aliens and spacecraft to fucking aliens and ticks on our dicks. <laughs> ticks on our dicks. All right. Uh, oh, wait. Some goner. Appreciate your honesty. My brother had a tick on his balls. See, okay, it's not just you. It's not just you. Some people just want to frolic through the grass naked. I'll allow that. Come tick is <laughs> is, is what he's calling that. Come tick. <laughs> I love what you said. I'll allow that. <laughs> Ew. I guess that's an auto filter popped up on chat. So did you know that if you want to automatically filter comments, you have to actually type out what the comment is? Like if you want the N-word to be blocked, you have to type it out. No, I thought it would just auto do that shit. Nope. Okay, well, I'll allow it. One bleep doesn't hurt. Yeah. Anyways. Discord's a little bit more vague, bub. Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to Drunk Discussions Podcast. I'm slurring my words. I know Season it's be a rough three night. premiere. Yes, it is. Um, for people that aren't, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out the intro real quick because we do have a few live people here. Um, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so we're, we'll throw that out, anyways. Thank you so much for listening to Drunk Discussions Podcast. If you guys enjoyed this episode, be sure to give us a follow. You can find us wherever podcasts can be found every single Monday. And Paul's gonna talk about the merch. I'm just gonna, I love how you throw it to me, but regardless, guys, uh, go to our sites, everything's account, uh, a link to our accounts, uh, you know, follow, subscribe, buy some, share merch. It's it, it helps this podcast grow. Uh, there's some cool stuff on there. We're working on some new t-shirts, some hats, some other stuff to add to the merchandise. Um, so buy it up. Spend your money. It helps us grow, boys and girls.